Bonjour, c'est Anne. I'm a young French entrepreneur and this is my diary. Why do I want? Conquer the world, love. But for now, I'm doing the very first steps of my entrepreneurial journey. Why do I like? Copywriting, storytelling, marketing and studying a brain. You wonder what it looks like to be in the shoes of an aspiring professional entrepreneur? Whether you are a successful entrepreneur, an aspiring one like me, or just thinking about it, you're at the right place. I'll tell you everything, every week in a passionate fashion. Being an entrepreneur is an adventure, and I hope you're as enthusiastic following it as me sharing it. At the moment of this podcast, my objectives are becoming a growing YouTuber, earn a maximum of experience as a copywriter, and earn the respect of my peers entrepreneurs. I live at my end to four chunks of 80 days. This chunk, from July to September, is all about three projects. My YouTube channel, the main objective of this year, my diary, which you're reading, and the beginning of my freelance career as a copywriter, copywriting being the art of selling with words. These 80 days watchword, creation. In this first week, out of 12, I focused on the beginning of my freelance career. You'll have all the very first steps of a young freelance copywriter. I also debate against myself on which platform you should create to promote yourself or your business. Then I'll give you one idea about organization, one life-saving app if you write a lot, and one book about career decisions. So let's dive right into it. This week, I started with the objective of finding a first client, even if I don't charge him. I had already done some things the week before with the help of a friend from my brass band and a course I had bought from a French marketer. I had found a niche, a competitive advantage, and my website was done, even though I couldn't publish it. Now, I needed to find real clients. My friend had advised me to build up a good LinkedIn profile and ask a maximum of people from his network first and then from the network of those who accepted me. That's exactly what I did from Tuesday. And in that process, the next day, I received a message from someone who had just accepted me. Surprised, I opened it and treated something like this. Hello, thanks for your consideration. What can I do for you? Uh, I don't know. First, this guy was playing on a no other level. He was not some beginner like me, more like some highly skilled expert. And I started to understand LinkedIn. It's easy to connect with people and get in touch with them. Just give and some will give back. You never know. It was only the second day, but I had my strategy. It was starting to be fun. I just adapted a little bit his message and it looks like that. Hi X, thanks for accepting me. Personal message to X, what can I do to help you? Between parentheses, I'm young and really motivated. I write it differently each time, but this was basically it. The same day, using this readapted strategy, an entrepreneur answered and asked me what I was able to do. I said I could write articles. He said he was exigent and asked for a test article. I was head amongst the clouds. It was the first time I would write for someone else than me. And I was saying to myself, Tom, do not fuck up this one. What was this article about? This subject gave me was how to take care of an old parent's finances. It was pure legal article. I had to read the French Code Civil all day long. It's a book ruling every aspect of the civil life of the French. After two and a half days reading law articles after law articles, pages after pages, I was finally able to write the article. This was the first time I was reading laws, and it was hard. But I think I did a decent job given the time I had. I'll tell you what happened after I sent it to him, and also how I got two others opportunity during that time I was writing from Tuesday to Thursday. But first, I'd like to talk about why I'm doing this. I mean, if we try to figure out what the hell I would write a legal article for a startup with an app for elders, while my main goal is to be a growing YouTuber, 
We don't really see any reasons why I would do that. But in fact, there's one, career capital. Some of you already don't know what it is. Career capital is a concept by Cole Newport that he presented in his book, So Good They Can Ignore You. This is such a great book. So what is career capital? Career capital is the skills that you have that are rare and valuable to the working world. But to understand why this principle is so important to me, I need to talk about three other ones. The three traits that define great work. These are credibility, impact, and control over what you do, over how you do it, and how when you do it, etc. And what Cole Newport explained is that you won't land a job with the three traits, which would be a dream job. This forced you to work well and hard and develop your rare and valuable skills before searching for this dream job. But when you do have enough career capital, you can invest it in these different traits, and that's how you build up your career. This is with this mindset that I'm writing this legal article. YouTube is great, and with enough career capital, which means creating great videos, I could become a full-time YouTuber, definitely a dream job. But there is no certainty, and to analyze YouTuber based on marketing, copywriting, storytelling, etc., I need some credibility. And I can't get it on YouTube. That's why I'm going also for a freelance career to practice more and on different situations. And what about my diary? I do it for even more practice. My personal brand, more legitimacy, and the respect of my peers entrepreneurs. Thanks, Cole Newport, if you're reading this or listening to this, because without you, I would still be on the wrong path. I'm probably going to talk about the path I chose and why it was a bad idea, but it will be for some other editions of this diary. Now, you know why I'm doing this. So how did it go with the guy I was writing an article for? Well, bad. After I sent him the article, he did not make any comments. I proposed the call, he said yes, but then never answered to agree on the time and day. That's sad, but you never know if an opportunity is a great one before taking it and working on it. If you remember earlier, I talked about two more opportunities I had. What about them? The first one was an entrepreneur owning a trip business, organizing the trip of its clients. He seemed interested, but after I sent him this last legal article, as it was the most recent French article I had written, he didn't answer. Earlier in the week, I had booked a call for Friday with a Harvard alumni, a 47-year-old woman who really was interested. So while thinking about how being an article writer was a bad idea, I was hoping I wouldn't write articles for this Harvard alumni. Saturday comes, I got to call her and what I hope became true. She doesn't want me to write articles, but help her with a project she has. She's more an engineer than a creative, and as a creative, I really could help her out. I was now really head amongst the clouds. There was though two big unknowns. First, I'm 17 and in France you can't really earn legally any money at this age. Then, what would I really do with her? This is for the next time. Next week, I will also talk about this diary, because damn, it's, I'm struggling with the first two ones. For example, I'm watching and recording this part Sunday of the week after the one this diary is about. I thought it would be a little easier, but this is much harder than I thought. So if you like writing, the next edition of my diary will be fascinating because I'm mainly going to talk about how I conceptualize my diary. See you then. Now this is time for the essay section. I can wait for it. Whether you're a YouTuber wanting to capitalize on some other platform, or an entrepreneur wanting to promote your startup, or a marketer wanting to build your personal brand, you need to answer this question. Which platform should I use? And there are a lot to choose from. Blog, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Podcast, Emails, Medium. And within each of these platforms, 
there are different ways to do it. So it's almost like there are even more platforms. This is a pretty common article yet. Usually it's here that you read this. Use the platform your targeted audience uses. Obviously, the opposite would be stupid, but it is still not that simple. And also sometimes you also read this one. Use the platform you enjoy using. And even if it seems as obvious as the first one, it's not. So let's start talking about each of these two common accepted traits for the platform you should use. I try to go deeper than what you already heard too many times. And I also try to be more nuanced. And then I'll add the traits I think are also important. So let's dive right into it. Use the platform your targeted audience uses. True. I won't explain what it means and why you should use those platforms, but I add something. That your targeted audience uses use those platforms, but I add something. That your targeted audience uses a platform doesn't necessarily mean it's the right platform for you. If your targeted audience are other businesses, YouTube, only in some ways, iOS, as well as podcasts, medium articles, and probably LinkedIn posts, two are all good bets. So how do you choose? I also add, because it would be too easy otherwise, that you're also good and comfortable using those four platforms. Think about it a moment. Which platform will you choose to promote your brand to other brands, podcasts, YouTube, articles, or LinkedIn? Depending on what you're promoting, the answer will greatly differ. And there are, I think, at least three variables to study. Is your targeted audience in the right mental state to enjoy your content? Do your product fit well into this platform? Do you want to be associated with the people using this platform? If you're selling services as a marketer, you do, YouTube is probably not a good idea. For the reason that on YouTube, business owners are mostly there to relax or learn, not searching for opportunities or solutions to their problems. Plus, they don't have much time to spend on YouTube, so they definitely don't have the time and the attention to listen to your pitch. But platforms such as podcasts, LinkedIn, and articles are much better ideas. Other brands will probably be more open to your pitch, and on a podcast, they have way more time as they can listen to it while doing something else. If you're a graphic designer, as you need to show your work, podcasts are definitely not a good choice. I know this example is a little stupid, but this concept also applies for any businesses which, at the end of the other spectrum, have nothing to show. Between the work of a graphic designer and the results of a marketing agency on Instagram, the first post will always win over the second one. Then, if the platform you want to use is full of people you really don't want to work with or be associated with, you shouldn't use it. This example is not as relevant as the previous ones, but if you have a marketing agency and you want to promote yourself on Instagram, you'll be associated with all this trash Instagram is full of. I'm thinking about you, marketing agency on Instagram, fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. Have you ever seen Gary Vee promoting his services as a marketing agency there? About creative ways to promote your brand, even if those three traits are obviously checked, you can have the advantage of not being compared to all the other brands like yours, or promoting themselves on the same platforms. But you wouldn't have come to this realization without first knowing why your concurrence would perform poorly on this particular platform. Use the platform you enjoy using. True. But even if it's true, I think it's not emphasized enough. You shouldn't feel bad about using a platform. For example, I wanted to promote my newsletter on Instagram. But two days after starting, I was feeling so bad I couldn't even work. I stopped right away. Plus, it definitely was not the right place, the right platform for what I wanted to promote as I had nothing to show. And it definitely did not and I definitely did not want to be associated with those spammy marketing as and shares with 167 followers. Now with the points that I think are important. If you can upload one 
content on several platforms without editing it, then focus only on one platform. It's already hard enough. At the end of the day, there are no removable rules. Don't use the platform everyone uses just because it seems mandatory. If you really want to use a particular platform, use it, even if rules are saying the opposite. You never know before trying, although you shouldn't totally ignore the rules before they are there for a reason. Welcome to the lifestyle section, where every week I talk about one tool and one idea that at some point helped me. If you want the real story behind this section, it is inspired by a podcast I'm a fan of, Nomad Digital, a French podcast where two entrepreneurs, web marketer and an Amazon FBI merchant, debate on different subjects around web entrepreneurship. This is an amazing podcast that they sadly ended like two years ago, but if you understand French, you should listen to it. And to get to the point, they had in their podcast a lifestyle section, kind of like mine. And this is where, I mean, mine is kind of like theirs. And this is where I took my inspiration. Stan, if you're reading this or listening to this, thank you. And Paul too, of course. So today's tool is AI Writer. If you are a copywriter or a writer, this app is the one you need. You can write using Markdown language for maximum efficiency. You also have a mode that allows you to fade out everything but the sentence you're writing. I love this feature. It allows me to stay concentrated on one sentence at a time, so I'm sure that every sentence is, is great. In it. Then you can also highlight different types of words, verbs, adverbs, nouns, to look out for redundancy. But what's best about this app is that you pay it once. It's not one more subscription. I really hate subscriptions, especially when it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense for a service like MailChimp. But for an app like MindNode, only Adobe applications, it doesn't make any sense. So today's idea is the 80 days plan. If you're Stan Lulu, you're thinking I'm just a copycat. Stan Lulu is one of the entrepreneurs from Nomad Digital in France. He's a famous entrepreneur and he often talks about the 90 days plan. So this method of the 90 days plan just changed my life. Basically, you divide your year into four sections of 80 days, three months or 12 weeks, as you want. Then it's a classic organization we're talking about. You set your annual goal, then your 80 days goals, alternating towards this annual goal, and then you set your weekly goals. I'm, I'm using this organization for six months now, and it's the first time that I keep an organization system that long. It's really a miracle. But well, after the first three months, I realized that it was too hard to, for me to keep my objectives in my iPad, so I decided to pin them on the wall so I have them in front of my face all the time. I'd love to talk more about this, but I'll keep this for another weekly session. So this section is all about why I enjoyed reading, listening, or watching recently. Today's recommendation would be the book So Good They Can Ignore You, written by Cole Newport. I already talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it in much more details. So it's an amazing book talking about strategies for an amazing career. What this book does first is debunking the patient theory. The idea that following your passion is enough to live a fulfilling life. According to Cole Newport, this is a very bad advice, and for several reasons. The first of which being that real passion is rare. You can relearn if you're passionate about something until you worked a lot on it. For example, passionate musicians or dancers were often working really hard as children, and that's how they got their passion. It wasn't an inner passion. The other reason is that going for your passion and then finding a job you love is the reverse of what you should do according to Cole Newport. First, you should get good at your job, and then you'll start to be passionate about it. And one last idea I really liked is the one I already detailed earlier, which is the idea of career capital. Cole Newport goes into much more details on each of these points and talks about many, many, many more. I don't know if I made a good homage to this book with this resume, but I hope you'll read it if you haven't already. It doesn't matter if you're 47 
or 15 or 17 like me. If you haven't read this book, you should. So we're coming at the end. Thanks for listening to the end. If you're not subscribed to my newsletter, you should. You won't miss ever again any episodes and you have all of the links to watch each of the places I open my diary or password. If you're listening to this as a podcast, please read this podcast on iTunes and leave it a comment. Don't hesitate to recommend this to anyone you think would enjoy it. Merci et à la semaine prochaine. Ça fait temps.